Are you ready for the breakthrough insights that will help you activate your magnetism, amplify your message, and get wildly paid to be you? My name is Eva G, and I'm a human design business coach, and I'm obsessed with helping you drop all of the shoulds and build your divine legacy by aligning to your true desires, being in your zone of genius, and leveraging your human design. I want you to step onto the path of least resistance and a path filled with pleasure and enjoyment. I have done it, others have done it, so it's absolutely possible. How? This is what I will uncover in this podcast. So let's dive in. Welcome everyone to today's amazing episode with Avni, who is an energy healer and women's empowerment, sexuality, embodiment coach, who is going to tell us all about a topic that is so top of mind for a lot of us, especially for me, which is a connection to pleasure and the connection to our pussy power and <laughs> activating our energy and activating our sacral. It doesn't matter if you uh, have it defined or undefined in human design. Definitely that connection to pleasure and uh, to our sacral energy is something that we have like turned off in this world. And I know for myself, you can watch my journey evolving from, you know, like masculine to more feminine approach. And it has mm. been transformational. Um, and you know, this connection to pleasure and to the Yoni has been absolute magic. And I am so looking forward to Avni sharing all of this with us and telling us about how she uh, manifested 100K going on 250, but through or- orgasms and all that good stuff, you know, and all of the other magic that has happened. And uh, also, you know, going Sherlock on her chart to illuminate how this is connected, you know, to her human design so that you can take advantage of that as well. But before we dive in, introduce yourself. Uh, tell us what is that difference that you're making in the world? <laughs> yeah, so I am an energy healer. So I do sound healing and beta frequency healing. And I do, and I practice in the feminine embodiment world through pleasure. I teach uh, and I practice something called orgasmic meditation healing. So it started with orgasmic meditation, extended orgasm. Those are the different practices that we learned. Me and my husband, we practice it together. And then we added the healing. So it all became this one kind of new practice in a way, which is something just honestly, we practiced and then we gave it a name. Right. And so, um, yeah, so that's the world I live in. I, and I, I teach a program called Unleash the Goddess, which is essentially mm-hmm. connecting with, connecting really all parts, the spiritual and the heart and the pussy Beautiful. and the masculine and the feminine. So I also, like you, was very much in my masculine, go, 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 hustle, hustle, still need to kind of, you know, I'm still unlearning getting from going from there to getting into my body, learning all the stuff that I had never really tapped into about my body, appreciating it for what it is. Yeah, that is amazing. By the way, um, Avni is a generator. She's a 4-6. And she has a defined sacral, of course, and a defined root and a defined spleen. And like, this is very interesting. You know, like, if I saw your chart, I would immediately make this connection, you know, to to pleasure and the feminine you have your sun gate the conscious sun your life's work in the gate two which is the ultimate feminine right the ultimate feminine the allowing the flow it's also um a gate of of direction and giving direction to others so you have this right angle cross of the sphinx you know and you are here to um have this big sense of direction and give this direction to others right and connect them um and you have this beautiful channel 5027 and you know it's it's very nurturing you are kind of like this caregiver and um you know with all of this and then you also have this this gate seven in your unconscious earth which is in gene keys called purpose so with mm. that as well, it's like this gate seven is this, the, the gate of leadership, but like this leadership kind of from more guidance, 
more than this leadership kind of from the front, you know, like cutting edge manifester mm -hmm. style, right? So I like this is so beautiful to to witness, right? And to hear what you're doing and how you're actually like leveraging this beautiful feminine gate two, and also this this gate one that you have in your conscious earth, like this ultimate connection to purpose and also a sense of direction, right? It's the ultimate um, masculine, right? <sighs> And it's so beautiful. And this disconnect, as you said, you know, before you were in the masculine and like so many of us, you know, are disconnected from our sacral. And, you know, like if, especially if you have a defined in your chart, it's like we are people pleasing all the time because we have so much energy to give. And especially with this caregiving channel that you have, it's like you're always putting other people before you. And so on top of your chart, you're also a woman that then, you know, the conditioning is there to yeah. be nurturing and giving and always self-sacrificing, you know, this whole martyrdom, basically. So it's very interesting um, to now see what you're doing and how that's connected. So we'll be diving more yeah. into this for sure. But uh, I want you to tell us, give us a little bit of like a, a, a short timeline of, of your journey of like moving from the masculine into this kind of feminine and what you're doing and what I'm most interested in is how this has transformed your life. Yes. So that journey is a really long one in a sense that my transformation journey started like 13 years ago. And I think I don't, I get the feeling a lot of people are like this where you hit rock bottom and then you're like, oh mm -hmm. shit, like something needs to shift. So that's what happened. I grew up in India. I went to college in America, but, and I came here when I was 18 and it was like, it was a whole different world. But like when I graduated, that was the year where I was like, what am I doing? But I didn't really have words for it. I was just drinking a lot in college and I went to a college where drinking was the norm. Mm. And so I basically hit rock bottom where I, basically got into a thing with the law and and so it was like oh okay uh, at the time it was devastating and and then I ended up doing uh, my first transformational course back in 2008 where I was 22 and that one was more in the I call it the masculine realm everyone who understands and has been through the course kind of gets it too which is a lot of like Hey, like let's cut through the story and get to the what happened and there's no real talk of feelings and I was actually sorry I was doing really well like I actually like started to kind of like I really liked it because like things started to actually shift where like, I was in a completely stuck state and then it was like a career was like where am I going what am I doing I had no idea to okay i'm gonna get my master's but i don't want to go to medical school because that was my thing i was supposed to go to medical school it was such a should the good girl mm. oh my god you talk, you asked about that earlier oh the good girl had to go to medical school i'm indian that's mm -hmm. what most <laughs> indian smart intelligent women are supposed to do and looking back it was like self-sabotage or self-sabotage right like i just wouldn't study for the test and i didn't care honestly i didn't give a shit so mm -hmm. i didn't and so and then i would wonder like why is my life turning out this way so anyway so that was 2008 like fast forward you know got got a bunch of things kind of settled to the point where i was in a complete disgrace <laughs> to my family um and improved some of my relationships with them and um uh, that was also still on the mental level right like mentally mm. we were there what was not handled and all of that was still my emotions my anger and my drinking at the time i had no real handle on the emotions and honestly no appreciation for them right mm. and no learning from any of that and then around where i kind of hit the cap plateaued in a way was around dating because i kept attracting the same kind of relationship and i was so masculine about it like in 2015 was the first time i actually ended up with a pleasure coach kind of a i actually did a course called a pleasure course which was like oh i'm like well i, I don't even think i realized the name of it was pleasure of course because i was like what the hell is pleasure who cares about that <laughs> where is where am i getting approval right like that good girl wanting approval 
and and you know I was not getting approval because I was single and it was until dating that I was just not getting anywhere I was so masculine I had spreadsheets of all my dates and what the guy was talking about did I like him was he good on paper (laughs) Wow. <laughs> and, wow. then, and there was like, and then I looked at it, honestly, at some point, I think I was clearing out my computer and I saw it. And I was like, did there, there was anything about connection? And I was like, no, there was nothing about, did I get connected to him? Don't know, but I can tell you exactly where he lived, what he did for work. Great. Wow. And that was a huge disconnect. Yeah. And so it was just yeah. not working. Yeah, you really went 180 there, which is which is very interesting. You know, you have this channel 360, right? And it's like literally 360, your life transforms, right? The three is that evolution. You know, you have first the male principle or the female principle of creation and then two, giving that direction and that container. And like, you know, some say that this is the, actually the, the masculine is the second. But anyways, doesn't matter. And then we have the evolution of all of that, the three. So like this evolution and the, the, the 360 and the changes and the transformations are kind of like a, a constant in your life, you know, and brought mm. to you so that you can evolve through them. This is kind of like your soul blueprint, your soul contract in some way, right? So it's very interesting, you know, the, the things that you were mentioning so far and how far you have come. Like, look at you now from spreadsheets to, you know, developing these <laughs> techniques. Like that, that's it's, it's fascinating, you know, the transformation that has happened. But yeah. yeah, so what, what, what were those, like, um, as they call them, breakthrough insights, you know, like what started unlocking, you know? That breakthrough insight was I didn't trust myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was worthy and valuable. And I have still, I still keep working on that, right? Because that was like the... Because the, you have an undefined uh, heart center, which is never stable and anchored in self-worth. It's an ongoing, it's an ebb and flow, right? yes I did not know this but this is this is amazing actually I'm like learning Mm -hmm. so much about myself (laughs) that I didn't know (laughs) but the but now it's refinement a lot of it and and then of course like whatever the next big jump is right but that was the the you know there was a I I had hired a dating coach and she basically I had this like four six hour session with her and I was like so resigned this dating thing was ever going to work that, and then this, I, I, I was like, all right, fine. Like I'll sign up. And, and it was I think one of the best decisions I made. But then in that session, she was like, all these things that I had about myself that I like, I'm so messed up all the time with the good girl image in front. It was mm-hmm. like, nobody was buying it. First of all, um, but I just didn't trust who I was. And, and she kind of gave me some validations, but also it was, she was like, you're the prize. And, and, and I started to actually step into that I am the prize, that I am worth being with a man who will, you know, actually treat me the way that I want to be treated. And um, so what I learned from there was like this process of identifying misalignments, right? Like where you're saying one thing, but doing another thing. Mm. Um, and, and they're subtle, they're very subtle and you need to be kind of onto yourself all the time, exactly. which is what I am now. And at that same time, sorry, I also got introduced to energy healing for the first time. This was all mm-hmm. 2016, right? So she, I worked with this woman and then I worked with this woman. I think it was all working in conjunction, but what was next was it actually worked. <laughs> I attracted my husband into my life, right? Boom. And <laughs> It is amazing. Like, and the interesting thing is I got exactly what I wanted and it was an exact mirror of where I was in life. Right. So I'm not going to say we're perfect, but oh my God, like he was someone who had been trained in sensuality, similar. He had done orgasmic meditation. I had done a program with a different person and I had wanted that, but I didn't think I could get that. And so that was like, oh, wow, it's actually possible. (laughs) I actually got that. I didn't realize all this until like way later. Um, And I think my desire was like, I don't want to 
I don't want to fuck a 13 year old boy. Like that was my thing. I was like, ah, oh, these men don't know how to do this. Right. And so I didn't know how to do anything either, but I had started to develop myself over the last like two, three years that I was like, okay, I'm going to kind of get more in my body, more in what my desire was around sex and intimacy, all of that. So I attracted my husband, but I wasn't fully there with him. And, you know, my thing was always like, well, there's something wrong with the guy. And there was a lot of things that were like not in alignment, right? Like there was a lot of things that didn't work. And we've been, we put that together kind of, you know, one of the things. And so, you know, when I learned the fact that, you know what, I got to trust myself, I got to love myself and what I want. I, like there was this, like I'm okay walking away from things if they're not in alignment. And so I told him that, you know what, like I'm not going to be with a smoker. So he was a smoker when he met me. And um, he was living in the Netherlands. And so uh, I was like, well, I'm not doing a long distance relationship. But I was clear about that. Why? Because I was clear that I'm worth it. I'm going to attract who I really want. And mm. so, so and I was like pretty sure that he was going to walk away. And he didn't. He quit smoking. And three weeks later, he moved to San Francisco. I was living there at the time. What a man. <laughs> I know. He knew. Okay. He knew what he wanted. And that was the other thing, right? You want to be with a man who knows what he wants and will go for it. And I was, I was, I think we both were reflecting that to each other. I mm. knew exactly who I was and what I wanted and was willing to go for it and not settle for anything less than that. And then same with my husband. Um, he had a desire. He wanted to move to America in a way, just, but he didn't really know what that looked like. And he had a stronger desire. He's like, I want to be with this woman. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like, that's how magnetic I was, right? So I'm like, oh, wow, this works. Things work. Right? This feminine thing actually works. So, yeah. So that was a big part of my story. What was, my so what was I'm, very, um, I'm very interested in, in what you mentioned, you know, the, the orgasmic meditation and the orgasmic healing and also like connecting it then, you know, to the, to the, the manifestations that you've mentioned for me and like, just what is that, that work that you do and what are these things? And then tell us a little bit about it. So um, let's see, there's a little bit of history to it. There's a little like controversy and stuff like that. But the point is that it is a, sorry. No problem. For, give me all the controversy. <laughs> well, no, the, so this, practice of orgasmic meditation was created through a company called One Taste. And there was another person that I learned it from in San Francisco. But the bottom line of it is that your pussy is, the clit is capable of so much pleasure and orgasm. And it's essentially a 15 minute stroking practice with, and there's nuances to all these practices. Um, but you're basically using you, the man, so the partner practice, um, generally mm -hmm. speaking, there's a stroker and there's a strokey and, you know, the man is stroking the woman's clitoris for 15 minutes. And then again, there's, there's rules to the container in a way rules. And I say that with quotes, mm -hmm. um, but essentially it's a connection practice, really. Like that's how I learned it. And there was a lot, I'm giving it to you in like, like whatever five minutes right but like this is a process and I tell you it's a it's like we've been doing this since 2015 where I was like I would not even entertain it in 2015 I was like this is weird mm -hmm. um to like now we do it pretty much every day so you know, and I had a desire that I wanted to do the practice, but I wanted to do it in a safer container with somebody who I was with. And, you know, that's not everybody, everybody's on it differently. And so, yeah, so that's the practice. I don't know. Do you have questions? Ask me a question. Yeah, I'm really like, how is, it a how is it a meditation though, right? If you're just mm. doing that, it, it seems like more of like... Um, you know, pussy de-armoring, you know, like connecting to your pleasure and opening things up because, you know, from what I know, and I'm still like a baby in this whole area, you know, like we hold so much, of course, in our hips and, and in our psoas and like all the emotions and things like that. And it's also said that the yoni holds a lot of that, 
you know, emotions and all of it. And so when some women that I'm following, you know, we're talking about how they give these, you know, um, yoni massages, right? To de-armor the yoni and to reconnect with pleasure and like doing that, that a lot of women start like crying and like just releasing a lot of emotion, right? So anyways, I'm, I'm really curious, like how is this um, a meditation and how does it connect I, to I, manifestation? I, I, <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay. So I don't know about the meditation and why they called it a meditation per se. I mean, I get it, but I actually never participated much with that organization. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is that, and I can speak only from my experience and what it is, is it's a goalless practice, right? We're usually when we're in bed with someone or even self-pleasuring, there's a goal to get to, right? Mm. Which is this peak and then drop. Okay. Yeah. When we are in a state of relaxation, and that's a bit of a like a bit in the masculine, really, like, mm -hmm. oh, we gotta get somewhere, and then we're yeah. there, right? And same similar to men as well when they're you know coming and stuff like that. Um, if we are able to slow down, when we slow down to the level that we can feel every single stroke. Right? which is like life. Can you feel every single stroke that comes at you? That could be the grocery store clerk or somebody cutting you off. Can you receive that? Can you really be in approval of that? Versus, oh, yeah. well, it's not getting me to mm -hmm. where I need to get to, right? Mm. Which is great because honestly, it does take 30 seconds to get to that point. Right, but how fun was that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right, and, and 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 five minutes can be fun. Fifteen minutes can be fun. I've actually I read a book, and they were talking about like the, with this practice, somebody went on for an hour. You can really do that because you're in that much relaxation, that much allowing, and you allow the ebb and flow, which is life again. Yeah. You allow the ebb and flow of yeah. life. Exactly. And so as for the manifestation piece, again, it's still goalless, I think. I was thinking, I was like, oh, you know, because it's interesting because after this whole thing happened last March, I was like, let's just keep doing this. And it's like, no, now we've added goals into the mix, right? Which is us as yeah. humans trying to hold on to grip to stuff. And that's not how the universe works, right? Mm -hmm. Like God, source, creator, like does not mm -hmm. work like that. and so. So it's allowing it. Okay, so now, and then I want to touch on one other piece before I go into how that 100K and all that got manifested, which is the healing piece. Okay, so we are also, both my husband and I, we're both energy healers. We practice data healing, sound healing. And, you know, so we, we've heard about like the law of attraction, manifestation that way, right? But what has been what I found missing was like, well, how do, what do I do with these thoughts that keep going? bonkers they're negative they just are and so um one of the ways the healing practices come in is we're actually just shifting that whole thought process right and releasing shame that's part of it releasing guilt exactly. of even having all this money all this mm -hmm. pleasure releasing resentment past life future life all that stuff so that was the healing practice mm -hmm. let's see anything else about the healing practice it's letting go of those thoughts on a subconscious level right like that are on the subconscious level when you're ready to do that and I was ready to do that the more I invested in my own growth and the more I grow grew it was happening right like mm -hmm. I was ready to release more and mind you this has like been 10 20 15 13 years of my life right like it's been a long time of kind of doing this of slowly releasing stuff so that's the part about healing. And so what we started to do was to actually kind of kind of put it together. We don't always do healing, um, but sometimes when we are, my husband and I are doing the practice, we will command the healing as well. I'll it's very there. interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. You know, like I've had my, so, so many illuminations around this. Like after I released, so I had like a, a very recent, um, energy healing where I've uh, released, and it's also on the podcast, I released guilt and shame. Mm 
which was something that I had a very strong attachment to because of my father's suicide. And so we had this kind of connection, this energetic cord, right, of like guilt and shame. And I needed to cut that and I did and I released that. And anyways, after that, like a lot of love flooded me and flooded into my life and even more presence. So I'm a Taurus, as are you. Uh, and I'm very much like a hedonist, very much into the five senses, mm. like very connected to my body and all of that. But it, everything just went to a different level. The reason why I'm talking about this is because I just kind of want to connect to the healing and everything that you were talking about. First of all, that shame, right? That shame and like, you know, so many, like not allowing yourself to have your, how do you like little kinks and things. Maybe you like to, you know, like 50 shades of gray was such a big indicator of how many women actually love that kind of play, you know, a little bit of bondage, a little bit of like being dominated. Why? It's not, nothing dark. We all love to let go, surrender, right? And let go of the mind and just surrender to the experience, which is what this whole dominant submissive relationship is. And the dominant, you know, you know, which is ironic, is not the dominant, you know, psychologically in some way in that situation. The woman is the one who is like guiding the way and he needs to be like, I'm giving you pleasure, right? Even though he's kind of commanding and saying, don't come right now, you know, but then like, he's like, okay, doing everything to make her come. But like, you know, that is like very interesting. And so like not shaming yourself for having those yeah. desires, right. And like unleashing all of that loving dirty talk, all that kind of stuff, anything, anything. So like looking at those as we call them shadows, right. And like, no, I want to keep that in a shadow. So like releasing that, the other thing that happens, which is why I feel like um, orgasmic manifesting is so big and so important. First of all, like you, in order to have an orgasm with someone, sometimes you need to tell them what you want. Sometimes you need to say like, hey, these are my boundaries. Hey, these are my, my pleasures. Don't definitely do this for me. No, no. But like, please do this. Or like, please keep going. Or like, you know, and so many of us, me included, of course, you know, when we were in sexual intercourse, we were like, oh, this person is not doing this right. I wish that they would do it differently. Why the fuck would you not say it? Like, what is the problem? Like, because we fear that like rejection or whatever, you know? in that moment that someone's going to be like, what? You're telling me I'm not good. I'm quitting or whatever it is. It's like irrational fears. But anyways, I'll, like learning to communicate your boundaries and learning to communicate your needs and get your needs met is a huge thing, right? And it very much connected to the sacral chakra and also to our solar plexus and in human design to the sacral because this is the center of pleasure. You know, so that in itself, like learning to do that is so empowering, Right. And then from there, the, the whole um, allowing, as you said, right? Not having that yeah. goal, you know, and being in that space of like, let's just enjoy ourselves and not lead anywhere. Just be here and be present just for the sake of that, um, like swimming in these beautiful feelings. And I don't give a damn if we orgasm or, and when that's going to happen. I'm just loving the experience with you. Of course, you can't have that with everyone if you're not fully comfortable with your person, right? And then you got to need, you know, you got to work on that first. But anyways, that surrender state is so beautiful in and of itself. And then finally, like after an orgasm, there is this distinct feeling of, first of all, your entire nervous system relaxes. And it's like you're, you're under this waterfall of relaxation. So your nervous system is open and receptive, right? The key to manifestation, one of the keys, because a, lo a lot of us, the big block to um, manifestation is our block to receiving, right? Yeah. We don't know how to receive. We don't know how to allow. We don't know how to surrender, right? And this puts us in that state and it, it teaches our body how it feels, right? Which is why I used to like take some, some uh, psychoactive drugs, right? I tried mushrooms, you know, ecstasy and things like that. It's like it taught my mind and it taught my body how it feels to be in that ecstatic state or that super relaxed and connected and subtle state where the mushrooms take you, for example, right? So anyways, this is a way to do it outside of, you know, like using drugs and like relax your body and get into that state. The other thing that happens is you just feel abundant, 
that is the feeling that I would give to an, an orgasm, right? After orgasm feeling, you have that after orgasm glow. What is that glow? You are fully open. You have this, I don't give a fuck attitude. It's like, I got my thing. I'm whole. I'm complete. I've got it all. If you allow it, that's another thing, right? If you know how yeah. to sit, sit with the orgasm, right? And uh, like enjoy it and just savor it. A lot of us don't know how to like enjoy an orgasm. And it's like, we feel the sense of duty uh, or obligation or should, right? To then communicate, to then, you know, look pretty again. And, you know, how's my stomach? You know, is my makeup, whatever it is, right? And there's so much of like, oh, I'm going back into this, you know, dangerous world where I need to contort myself and, and you know, be a certain way and other reasons as well. So you are in this state of like wholeness and abundance and confidence and I don't give a fuck and I feel powerful and I'm in a state of pleasure and like the moments after it, you know, especially are like so magical. And then from that, yeah. it's like the ultimate state of manifesting, isn't it? The state of detachment and I'm whole and I'm already abundant and I'm confident and it's like everything is going well and I feel like my day is fucking amazing. So that's why this kind of like daily self-pleasure practice changes everything. And I used to be yeah. like disconnected from this as well. You know, even with my partner, it was, you know, like, uh, it, it started like, like I'd never had this huge sex drive or like, you know, very active libido, you know? And I was like, I can go for months without sex, no problem. Right. And it's like, psh, you know, I can do anything. Now I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like I was, I was so disconnected from, from that and from my libido and from my sexual energy. Right. And I needed to reactivate it and reconnect to that pleasure. So it was amazing. Mm. And then just noticing these energies that are there and it's like, fuck yes, this is the manifestation energy. And as you said, like getting out of the head, right. And you know, yeah. it also gets you out of the head because afterwards you're not in that state of like lack and worry and fear. You're in that state of like, I'm abundant and I don't give a fuck. And so you're fully relaxed and you're kind of like out of your head and detached. And it's like, well, if this happens, happens, right. If it doesn't happen yeah. like this, it's going to happen like that. And the perfect state for manifestation, right? The only other thing yeah. that, I, that I haven't done, um, which I do intend to, is like, if, the, if you know about this, do, do let us know in, uh, about more details. But like, while you're having sexual intercourse, I don't know if it's while or afterwards that you kind of connect to your desire, that visual, right? And drop yourself into it. And then in that moment of like orgasming, kind of funneling all that energy to it, right? So absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's exactly, that's exactly what happened. Okay. Like I, I love, by the way, I just, I love everything you said. I just like, wrote <laughs> so I, some words. Cause I was like, Oh, this is great. You're like kind of recapping everything that <laughs> happened. That this is honestly what I teach. And this is what I learned first, yeah. which is desire, right? Like mm -hmm. actually allowing yourself to desire what you actually want. And that by the way, is a process in itself. Yeah, you know, I lead events and I and I put out a question, what do you want? And oh my god, I get the most vague answers. Yes. From everyone, especially yes. women. Because you know what? We're not taught to ask. We're not taught to want. We've turned down our wanter. Okay? Yeah. We don't want. Yeah. And so um so that is step number one, really. Like, what is yeah. your vision? What do you want? And yeah. then to heal the stuff that's in the way. And to, and that is the way to actually hone in on your intuition, right? Which feeds into like, what is it that I truly desire, right? When there's the should yeah. level of desire. Yeah. And then there's like the real desire. Exactly. You remove the yeah, you remove the shoes right. and you remove the shadows, right? You you looked at the shadows and you allowed yourself to really desire what you desire, right? I used to, for example, I used to shame and blame myself for like being lazy. And it's like the thing that I never wanted to say out loud was that I want maximum results with absolute minimum effort, which is the gate 26, which you also share in there. Um, and it's like, it's the thing about the gate 26. So not only did human design give me that permission, right? consciously but it didn't drop in fully for me right until i was mm -hmm. like fuck yes i do want that i don't give a damn that i'm like a millennial cliche or whatever it is this is the, we are a millennial cliche because this is the new earth this is where we're going this is what we're meant to have mm -hmm. effort 
abundance is what we are meant to have. And the thing that you said about like connection to desire, I cannot stress enough how important this is. There's a beautiful book. Um, yeah, uh, I just forgot the name where it's like someone channeled the energy of money and money is telling us how we can get more of it and interact with it. Right. It's like it's if money is writing you a letter. Right. Mm. Um, and it's a fantastic That's book. Really I'll, I'll link it somewhere in the in the description uh, on script. But anyways, the whole premise of the book. And then when you listen to like Abraham Hicks or anyone else, it's like really connecting to that true desire. And now the reason why a lot of us don't manifest the money or the goals that, that we have um, is because we're focusing on the money and the money is not what we care about truly. I care about that fucking, like, for example, I want to have that car. I'm a huge car fanatic. I want to have that car, have that beautiful driving experience, you know, all of it. I want it. And I'm like, oh my God, this car is so juicy. I would love to be in it. And like, oh my God, right? So really connecting to that burning desire for something, yeah. right? Whatever it is, there's this burning yeah. desire for something that you want to have. And then money is a way to get it. So if you don't connect yeah. with your true desire, right? Your true why, you're going to keep thinking, oh, I want this money. I want this money. But you don't really give a fuck about the money, right? It doesn't really activate you, right? And as someone with a, with a you know, defined emotional center, I really need to, we really need to, it's 50% of the population. We really need to go for what we truly want and what um, we go for feelings and we go for experiences, right? That's what drives yeah. us. I don't give a fuck about the money. I give a damn about, really like living my best life and my full potential and you know like enjoying and playing and having more experiences and fast evolution and like meeting fascinating people and things like that like that drives me that gets me like oh yes right and then when I think about the money it's like yeah yeah I want to manifest you know 150k this month week whatever I go okay yeah it doesn't activate you so yeah. allowing yourself yeah. right those those true desires but it's a process yeah. right to remove the shame yeah. and to really connect back after removing that shame to like really give yourself some space to be like, uh, yeah, what is it that I actually want? Allowing that space for a little bit of confusion while all of yeah. that kind of clears away and you get to what you actually want, you know, by observing yourself and allowing yourself to really communicate with yourself. What we do internally, it's like, oh, I have this desire. And immediately we have this internal oppression of like, oh, but that's bad to want, you know? You're, you're not supposed to want easy results, you know, that, that, you know, you're supposed to hustle for hard work is a program. Exactly. Hard work is a program. It's exactly. a societal program. Exactly. It's, it's really not how we were meant to be, but this is what we signed up for in this yeah. kind of evolution. And it I really mean love what you, but I love this last point that you just made about um, like, why is it that you want the money? Right. And the purpose, the bigger vision for it. And that is always self actualization, really. Like it's who we came here to be. Um, and my purpose last year when all this was happening. Oh, and then like you asked a question about the visualization. It's, it's absolutely, that's the vision, visualization. You have to be able to perceive it to actually have it. And, um, for me, it was last year about, like, I was pregnant when this whole thing happened. I was about 30-something weeks pregnant. Like, it was, like, the end, and I was like, I, I don't have any energy to give to my business, right, at all, which, which was in the building phase, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, wow, like, what? I really had to let go. I really had to surrender to what was happening because my way would have been, well, of course it was the business. That's how you make the money, right? And then and then this like 100K and then the other money came out of nowhere, right? Like totally unexpected. So that's that's the value of surrender, really. You will open up doors that were not available before. Yeah. But if I heard you say that same thing before, I would be like, yes, but like fucking how? How is surrender going to help me? I don't see it because if I surrender, if I'm not doing, how am I going to make things happen? Right. And that was like my conditioning. And like, I would be listening to podcasts like this. Right. And like believing that there is like truth to it, seeing the proof in it, but still like not connecting how. Right. 
And then when I had this whole release of like shame and then that like unlocked so much for me. Right. So I would definitely like invite everyone to go for energy clearings and healings and activations. Right. Um, Because it is so essential. We have so many ties, not just from this life, but from other lives and yada, yada. But you know, what happened and what happens with the surrender and with this connection to pleasure. It's like, I go about my day in a different way. I used to sit in front of my computer all the time. Right. And like, I, I love mental stimulation. I have a defined Ajna, right. And like the gate 47 and four and like, you know, 43, I love all of that stuff. I love being Sherlock, but now my day looks like this. I wake up whenever the hell I want to. And then from there, I, you know, like I even started doing gua sha, like facial massages and things like that, like just connecting myself to pleasure. Uh, I do my, my spiritual practice, right? Just grounding myself, you know, like clearing the chakras, doing all of that kind of good stuff, right? And then I start my day, you know, with, with whatever I want to work on. And I interrupt, you know, I have like these 90 minute or whatever, doesn't really matter until I feel complete. I'm working on something. And then as soon as I'm like, oh, I got to push a little bit more, I listen to my body and I'm like, no, 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 no pushing now. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to take a break. Right. And so I take a break and I, I didn't used to do this before my clearing because my hips were like kind of locked and, and uh, I wasn't really yeah. dancing. I started dancing. Mm-hmm. I would play music mm-hmm. and dance around. And I bought another huge mirror for my place. And I have mirrors around the house. And I'm looking at myself. I'm interacting with my own self every day. And talking to myself and dancing with myself and looking at myself and telling myself how beautiful I am and how amazing I am. And before, you know, if I did the same thing before, I felt like a little narcissistic, you know, fear of being narcissistic and all that kind of stuff. But now there is this huge energy of love and yeah. acceptance and there is no more oh it's silly that you're doing this or it's narcissistic or it's like whatever it is it's like no that is what is and there's this softness in my heart and softness in my energy and softness in my interaction with oh. everything you know and so that surrender is also this this is huge part is this connection to the body and that subtle realm right which is why it's so important to get out of the fucking head and get into the pussy and your body and the five senses in every way right and then from there you're yeah you you definitely listen to your body if I want a break I'm going to take a break you know if I want a nap I'm going to take a nap do that and then I come back replenished and then I'm like attacking the next thing and because of this state of like inner wholeness and fullness and full of pleasure I'm like dripping I'm overflowing And that's what I'm also recognizing. It's like, there's this huge overflow. The more I give to myself, right? The more I listen to my body and my own mind, like my shadows, so to say, and give myself, right? And accept myself and give myself exactly what I want, knowing that I will be replenished for the other thing because all of our energy is always going towards our passions, right? It's just impossible for you to like not funnel everything back into your work and your business because it's our obsession. Yeah. And I would be overflowing and coming back like so much stronger. And then the work that I am doing then is like 10 X the energy you can, everyone can see that in my Instagram, like the energy that I show up in my videos with is such a a soft, a radiant with a smile. I feel full. I feel abundant, you know, and like the way that I'm showing up is just completely different. The way I've become a more prolific content creator ever since, right? Because it's like, I'm not like, oh, what should I post? What should I do? This, this topic is what I should cover and yada, yada. You know, it's like, everything is flowing from me. It's like, Oh, I have this, this thought and I would, I desire to share it with my audience. Right. And there's this entire, like, Oh, I'm having fun. I'm like scrolling TikTok and finding interesting sounds. And it's like, Oh, this is fun. And this is playful to try. And before I was like, TikTok reels. Are you kidding me? I'm never dancing in front of a camera. (laughs) Like that's so stupid, you know? And now I'm like, this is so much fun. Like this gets to be my life. I get to play around, you know, and take breaks and dance Mm. and self-pleasure through the day and still finish everything that I put on my to-do list as priorities. And I do it with so much love and like a calm nervous system 
without that stress and that pressure, you know, I know how mm. to like notice these micro tensions in my body and be like, wait, 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 right? Take that one minute. One minute is such a long time when you're doing internal work. Take that one minute to just kind of chill mm. out and be like, I can do this with softness. There's no need for tension, right? There's no need mm. for rush or whatever it is. Even if there is like a deadline, the rush is just destroying everything. Let's just calm down and like come from overflow and like that beautiful state so for anyone listening who was like me there, there's your explanation of how surrender makes it work <laughs> hopefully mm, right i love We're it talking I more it. about it but yeah i love it yeah i love that thank you my pleasure thank you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no this is everything i learned teach practice every this is how it works really it's not yeah. I've tried to will through it and it really works. It actually mm-hmm. backfires pretty much every single time. And now I'm kind of like, hmm, oh, that backfired. Oh, look at that. That was me trying to will it, right? Versus exactly. surrender into what is available to receive. It's so much better that way to receive. Yeah, yeah. you are here to teach us that, you know, with like just yeah. looking at your, your chart again, like this is, this is, this is what you're here to give us, right? That sense of direction, but also through that feminine flow, right? That gate too, and connection, mm. right? To our sacral and, and our intuition and all of it. Like this whole divine feminine activation, um, which is just absolutely amazing. And I feel like this is such a huge thing that we are, the whole new earth is really needing because we were so disbalanced, right? And, and in the masculine mm-hmm. and then especially women, right? Because we need to detach from that. And I feel like we're really leading the way, like in this coaching space, allowing ourselves yeah. to be that, right? Because we don't have all, the, all those rules and conditions and, you know, the systems and all of that on top of us. <sighs> and we can just kind of tune in and then from our overflow, share and teach others, you know, about that. And then it's, I, like, it's slowly seeping into other areas, you know, of coaching from our spiritual, you know, little niche. And then from there seeping into, you know, all of the other leaders because coaches are usually, you know, coaching a lot of leaders. So hopefully yeah. this, this big change is going to happen in time. <laughs> you know, mm. The world goes to kaboom. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So what Absolutely. is, tell us. It is happening. Yeah. Tell yeah. us, Go tell ahead. us a little bit about some, um, some of your client work and like the transformations that yeah. you see in women that come to you, especially like women that are listening to this podcast, like who are leaders and, who want to play big, but because of this disconnect are playing small, right? And this is something we talked about before the podcast. It's like this disconnect from yourself and lack of self-love and pleasure and all of it and shaming and blaming yourself and not allowing those shadows, right? Is also keeping you small. And a lot of women that I work with and that are listening to this are like, I need to play small so that I don't um, endanger my husband or partner or whatever, right? Especially if they're a guy, it's like they're going to feel endangered that I am so big and making, you know, six, seven figures and going forward and evolving so fast, you know, as we do in in the coaching space, right? And like being this leader and all of it, and then he's going to feel like less, you know, than me, right? And so the, like a lot of men are intimidated by that. They really can't hold, you know, hold space for a powerful woman and they don't know what to do with a powerful woman. They don't know what to do with themselves, you know, if they are not that man, that leader, that whatever, right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your client experiences and their shifts and just kind of playing bigger, you know, through all of this work. Yeah, well, a few things. One is with the men part, I think that's such a, big thing really that you know we don't as women so think about this way like when we were in our masculine now that we've shifted into our feminine we were running in our masculine trying to overtake anyway and if you're also going to keep doing that in your feminine it almost kind of doesn't fully make sense right like there's no alignment Mm. well the piece that goes missing in, in this entire thing is we've kind of um you know, there's a mismatch, right? Like we're in the masculine and then in the feminine also trying to control Mm. and don't understand how men work. 
So that is a very crucial piece of how men work, really. Like there is a provider nature and there is a practice to surrender to that nature. I, I'll talk about one of my clients who um, like she basically started working with me around her first year of right after her first year of marriage. And her man is like amazing. And I liked him from like the day one, even before they had met, like I'd known her for a long time. And I could see that in trying to prove, there's a lot of proving that we as women are trying to do. We're also trying to outdo the man, which is like kind of ridiculous, right? <laughs> 70% of us have the open heart center, which is absolutely the conditioning of trying to prove yourself and prove your worth and doing things to prove something. This is huge. So for anyone mm -hmm. listening, that's the reason why you probably have it open. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> and you want to get that handled in a way, right? Like you don't want to just leave that be because it's actually leaving you. Um, and it was leaving her. I'll just talk about her. Like not available to what her man actually wanted to provide to her right mm. so the the possible way to go is if as a woman you're growing but if you don't incorporate the masculine feminine work in it then you're honestly going to just end up either breaking up right really like i've seen that happen a lot because you're like well the man is just not worth me and i was doing a lot of that too right and um, at the same time, we have to, um, well, so she learned that, you know what, like she has to give space to her man to actually be the man. And that's where the softening of her own heart came in, right? So the more she surrendered, letting go of small things, controlling, nitpicking. And she was actually, uh, after her first year, on the verge of getting divorced. And it was like, to me, it was like really heartbreaking because I was like, I see this man for who he is and what he provides, but there was a lot to do with her to allow him to do that. So that's a part of what I do. Um, she called me like on the day of her first year anniversary. She's like, oh my God, I'm so thankful because I swear to God, we were about to file for divorce. Yeah. And um, my specialty, in a way, is like the way I've been trained also. And I, maybe you can tell me how it relates to my human design. But I can see um, what the next development, like what is the next thing for someone to do, right? Like, um, for example, you know, she, okay, I think you have something. But that's right not, but that's your... <laughs> That's your entire incarnation cross, basically, you know, giving people that direction and, and having that feeling for direction. And this, this gate seven that you have in your purpose, you know, like all of the gates in your incarnation cross as well. Yeah. So, you know, and then yeah, channel, so that was like the everything. thing. And so, and I love, you know, when I learned this piece about myself, I was like, so relieved. I was like, oh, great. I don't have to walk you every step of the way. Come to me when you're stuck. Right. So that's the women I really work with. She was really in that stuck space. And, um, yeah, and she called me, like, I think the day of her first year anniversary, she's like, oh, my God, we were headed for divorce. And I'm so glad we're not. Like, we're actually having great sex. Like, I'm mm -hmm. able to. That was also part of the healing work that um, my husband was also doing with her at the time. Because uh, I wasn't fully trained as a healer at the time. But it was great. Um, he specializes in sex and money. So it's like perfect, right? It was like, just, it was amazing. Anywho. So she called me and, um, you know, they're like now thinking having a baby. Like she was on the verge of divorce like a year ago, you know? And so, yeah. um, and, uh, and then the money. Okay. So I'm going to give you a money, a couple of money stories. Um, oh my goodness. I, <laughs> It was a client of mine. This and my first um, one of my first programs was when the pandemic hit, and so a lot of people lost jobs and things like that. And this woman was, you know, one of them as well who lost her job. And so I, you know, she was more in her feminine and needed to be more in her masculine, and that's what I saw. And I, um, I was like, all right, we're gonna make a plan for you. Most of the women in the program, that's not how I was working with them, but with her, I was like, you need a plan. Cause she was a, she is a projector six two. So it just like made, mm -hmm. I don't know, somehow I got the understanding that it just made sense that for her that was there. And so with her, I said, okay, look, you know, four month program, like let's get you, you know, I haven't done my job if you don't make three times your money back. Right. Mm -hmm. Like just 
because I like to challenge myself to do that. And so um, she, so she came back to me. So the goal was like 2,700 because I just started. That was my pricing at the time. 27 was her goal in four months. She came back and this is like no job, lost her job. She's like, are you crazy? How am I going to do this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have any way. And I said, just, just let's go for it, right? Like you do the work and it'll come. She called me in two and a half months. Guess how much money she had? How much? In her bank account. How much? $11,500. Yeah. Wow. And going with like... No job, no nothing, right? And like two months, two and a half months later, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is yeah. like the precursor to how I got my 100K, 250K, all that, right? I was like, oh, wow, if we can do this in two and a half months, what else can we do, right? And mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, I'm learning healing. I'm going straight to source, get in the mic. So what's the secret there, right? What's the secret? What was, what was the secret? Was it just that pleasure connection allowing and like doing all of that surrender? But also that Honestly, energy? I don't remember or, exactly. Yeah. But truth is, when you're growing, right? When you're investing in yourself, and you're now committing to being someone who is going to change some of these patterns, right? Like what we've talked about so far, the universe will, you're actually opening yourself up to that possibility. That's step number one, right? Like for her, it was like unfathomable to even say $2,700. I was kind of nervous when I said that to her, right? But it opened up the possibility for both of us, right? Mm. To to work together in that capacity. So, and the universe works in mysterious ways. Like we don't fucking understand where some of this stuff comes Mm. from. Like the way, you know, our 100K came was like from stocks that were underwater that I had basically written off. Right? And people always want to know that. So I wanted to make sure I said that. How? What was it? What did you actually do? Right? Because we get stuck in that. But I had no attention on those stocks at all because I like, had no hope. They were, they'd been underwater for like five years. And so I was like, forget about it. Um, and they all came through. Right? And um, yeah, so that's just how yeah. it works. How it works is you invest in yourself. You let yourself you commit to at least having it, right? Mm-hmm. You commit to exactly. the process mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going to unfold, right? Exactly. The truth is we end up getting what we need more than probably even what we, we mm-hmm. think we want from yeah. our mind. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a very interesting thing that I would be like the same way, you know, before, like how, but how, but how, right? Like we all go through that, no shame. Um, and, you know, still I love, you know, knowing the how and I've, I've figured out a lot of hows, <laughs> you know, everything kind of has a, has a how and has a practical thing, you know, even the spiritual practices are practical. Um, and as, as a tourist, I love doing that. But anyways, just, you know, first of all, like even if you're not into the woo, the the whole, um, what the subconscious does, right? It's like you've opened up to, like the the idea of three thousand dollars coming into your account, I don't know from where. So just by open as a Taurus, I understand this fully. I had my own like you know stuck in this like it's gotta happen like this. You know I want to prove something by it happening like this through this avenue, right? And not being open to other avenues. And then I had like a, a Reiki session and a clearing, and like all of a sudden I was like riding my bike and I just needed to stop on the side and like I, I broke down and I was like fuck this and fuck all of this and I don't want any of it like and I that's when I let go and like I open myself up to other avenues right and what happens when you just open yourself up and you're like I definitely want those three thousand dollars and like I'm like I don't know how but let's stay open and so you set that intention for your subconscious and your subconscious is you know it's always picking up on everything that is out of your focus and like remembering things and pulling things up and so all of a sudden you remember that you've got some stocks that you can check, right? But if you shut yourself down and you're like, well, those stocks are underwater. Like, what the fuck? I don't need to check that, right? And you don't. Why would you shut yourself down? Why not check it, right? Why not follow that? You know, like, why not allow? There's so much this, of this inner oppression that we do to ourselves and not allow ourselves to go in certain directions, you know, and like shut ourselves down. The ego does, right? And the conditioning yeah. and all of it. And so like, 
when you do open yourself up, it's like you remember so many things and see so many avenues. And when you're out and about and doing nothing, right, which is why I always say everything comes back to what we truly desire and set an intention for. So you can be doing something completely different, be on the other side of the planet, not thinking about the thing at all. And then boom, you find something because your subconscious is working on it, right? And you're open to it. And that's why you need to be open to it, right? And so that changes everything. And then the other little parts are the miracles, right? Which we can't explain. And like, how the hell did this check end up in my mail? You know, like that is definitely not an avenue that your subconscious, you know, called in or, or saw or whatever it is. It was just like a miracle, you know, a check coming yeah. in the mail, you know, you're getting your tax return and like whatever it is, you know, giving you some money back, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, very let, let me give you a little practical. Cause I know you, you've talked about the house. So I'm guessing your audience probably wants to know a lot more of the how to, it is a lot of releasing of limiting beliefs, right? Like mm-hmm. for example, one of my limiting beliefs was investing stock market is all a gamble. Mm-hmm. It's all a gamble. You mm-hmm. get it, you get it. You don't, you don't. Right. Um, and there's no method to this madness or, you know, none, none of that. Like it was just, it's a gamble and gambling is bad. And what does that mean? My dad would disapprove of me. My mom would disapprove of me. I would be called that person, right? Growing up, there was that person, which we didn't want to be right. Cause people talked about that person. So all that stuff comes with yeah. that one belief, right? Where, so it's releasing a lot of that. And And the other piece of the how is you're not going to probably be able to see this yourself, which is why we need to keep investing in ourselves in the sense of give ourselves the time, space, energy, but also get mentors who've done this before, right? At any given time, I have three mentors. (laughs) I wish I could reduce that number, honestly, (laughs) but I can't. I just can't, right? Well, it's beautiful when someone is that pillar of stability for you and like holding you to that higher standard because they know that you can have it, right? Whereas you are in that state of doubt. So you need someone to hold you and say like, yes, you're scared. Yes, you're not clear, but it's okay. The clarity is going to come. Like you need someone who's been there and has that like confidence and belief that it's going to happen to hold you through the moments when you're not confident and you're doubting, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one last thing I'm going to say is like, you know, you never know what is really meant for you, right? Like I wished if it were up to me, like I said, I would have made all this money through my business, but it, it's not how it happened. I, we've talked about this and I'm just mm-hmm. reiterating it, but just to be open to that amazingness there is available out there. Um, but also to remember that, you know, this is what the evolution really looks like. There are lessons to be learned. There is stuff to let go. Mm-hmm. And so giving yourself that time, space, energy, love, really, yeah. um, in the form of time and investment yeah. in yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that whole mindset of like everything is happening for me, you know, oh. it was such a hard thing for me to achieve. But now it's like, boom, it's there right? Through, through Elise's work and all of the subconscious rewiring that I've done before, but like that energetic clearing was definitely necessary, right? Um, to get into that state of like, everything is happening for me. And the more I listened, you know, to other people and, and channels, you know, talking about, you know, how all of our, our entire spirit team is there for us, you know, yeah. because they evolve when we evolve and everyone evolves when we evolve oh. and when we are happy and you know spreading those amazing energies so everything that is happening for us is happening for us right and it's it's even if it's bad there's something in it that is going to make us stronger that is going to make us then happier like later down the line and just having that kind of belief you know, really feeling that belief helps you like just get back on your feet after really hard times much quicker, right? Because you're immediately, your intention is like, okay, this is bad. Let me sit with this a little bit. Let, Let me cry it out. Let me be angry. Let me whatever, you know, grieve. But then afterwards, it's like, okay, let's, let's go into how is this happening for me, right? Instead of like, oh, I'm not good enough. And, and whatever it is that is coming up, like with this state, you're always taking everything and turning it into a positive, right? And so it's- You know, one thing you just mentioned, which is like being with the grief, being with the, you know, I never learned any of these things. Hmm. I think I just didn't know what to do with this. Um, 
with myself, really. What do I do when I feel angry? Oh my God, anger tells you where you really want to go if you listen, yeah. right? And so I didn't know that. Yeah, um, anger is actually the opposite of desire, basically. It's like if you're angry about something, that means that the desires that you want are not being fulfilled or whatever, something that some expectation is not. Yeah. And then you're like fucking yeah. upset about it, you know, or it's going against what you want. So it's definitely showing you what you want, as is comparison yep. and jealousy absolute, and envy absolutely showing you what you truly desire. So it's like it's a, it's a gift, right? It's a gift if you know how to deal with it, right? A exactly. lot of people numb that stuff out. I used to numb it out, right? There's mm -hmm. there's drugs, all these other things that people do. We just want to numb them out. When we actually be with it, we can be with the gift of it. Yeah. It's fascinating how much these sexual practices and sensual practices unlock success, so to say, and growth in all, all other areas of our lives, right? And it's, it, you know, it used to, like before I was like, you know, when I would hear someone talk about like orgasmic manifestation and like, like growing your business through orgasms and self-pleasure. And I was like, okay, you know, like whatever, whatever, but not realizing the power of it, right? And so once you do understand the, all of this, and how you're doing like so much healing of the shadows and acceptance and, and boundaries and communicating and everything allowing. It's like, it just, it immediately impacts every other area of your life. And it's yeah. just pure magic. But thank you so much for yeah. sharing all of this with us and, and, you know, having this conversation so that like we can definitely wake up to, to our sensuality and our divine feminine, right. And that be pleasure led in, you know, instead of shame and should led, mm. right? Oh, and before we leave, tell us a little bit about how people can work with you, where they can find you. Yeah. So right now, the way to work with me is Unleash the Goddess. It's my group coaching and healing program. It's a hybrid. Um, I do provide some one-on-one -on -one and I'm, I teach all these principles um, that we've been talking about such that it actually applies to what it is that you're working on right now. And also you get access to a group of women who are doing the exact same thing, who are ready, who are also intuitive, right? Who also need these energy tools um, and healings. And so we kind of clear all of that in the energy healings that I do. And so, yeah, that's the way to Fantastic. work with me. And Fantastic. I'll yeah. drop all the links below in the description box so you can check everything out. But again, thank you so much for coming and telling us how to connect to pleasure. And 